This is Clayton for Podcast Radio Business, and we're joined by Sarah Danda, Head of Policy and Partnerships at Ingenuity. We're here to discuss why government and other sector organisations are being urged to support small businesses in improving apprenticeship success rates. Sarah, please tell us more about your role at Ingenuity. So Ingenuity is a charity which is dedicated to finding new ways to help employers in the engineering and manufacturing sector close their skills gaps. My role is head of policy and partnerships. So two focuses, um, leading our work on policy. uh, So with policymakers at, at all levels from Westminster government through to combined authorities and regional and local policymakers. Um, But I also lead on our external engagement work with employers and training providers and intermediary organisations working collaboratively um, around apprenticeships, T-levels and any of the other programmes that help employers recruit people, train them, upskill them, retrain them anything that helps our employers find people and make sure that they've got the right skills to meet their business requirements. Would you say that obviously there's a bit of a challenge going on because from what I'm led to believe only 53% of people involved in apprenticeships are actually completing them successfully within a 12-month period? We've seen apprentice achievement rates fall within engineering and manufacturing by 3% in in the last last year for which we we have the statistics. So that's slightly better than the national average across all sectors, but still something that's of concern to us at Ingenuity. So we're working with the engineer um, to undertake some research to try to better understand the challenges that particularly small and medium-sized businesses face in helping their apprentices get to to completion. There's a lot of work that happens around apprentice starts, so encouraging uh, young people and people of all ages to become apprentices and to help uh, companies recruit apprentices. But we're really keen to make sure that we retain people within the sector and that we can help businesses identify what the challenges are and also where they can go to for help in terms of getting their apprentices right the way through the programme so they end up with an apprentice certificate. What strategies do you think can be implemented to ensure a higher success rate and what can businesses do in order to help achieve this target? The larger companies generally have higher achievement rates, um, but then they will have people whose role it is um, to look after apprentices and whose whose sole focus is their apprentices. Um, life's different if you're a small and medium company. You, you probably don't have somebody whose job is training and development or, who, or whose job is apprentices. They, they, they're multitasking and probably running the, you know, sort of the production um, environment or in, in lots of cases, you know, sort of the owner, the managing director. So I think a focus on small and medium companies and actually looking at what they need, we're asking them, what are their challenges? What are the issues? What are the bits that, what are the bits of the apprentice journey that they struggle with, that they find difficult? And 
asking them for their views about what we could do better, so what recommendations they have, whether that's for, for policymakers, um, for training providers, um, and for organisations like Ingenuity that are set up to try and help business. So all those intermediary organisations and support organisations, what, what is it that we should be doing more of or that we should be doing better to, to help um, small and medium companies with their apprentices? In real practical terms, there is quite good news because the number of people actually starting apprenticeships increased to 27,800 in 2021-2022. So that's good. So how can we ensure this upward trend in apprenticeship participation? And then we can then align that with the completion rates because a lot of people seem to be keener now than they were before. Yes, and I think I think great news that that more people are starting apprenticeships. You can these days do an apprenticeship at any level. So we have degree apprenticeships, we have advanced apprenticeships, um, and we we still have um, level two apprenticeships because within engineering and manufacturing there are roles at all levels, um, and it's great news that people of all ages can start an apprenticeship. Um, it doesn't have to just be be young people. And we're seeing lots of people mid-career or perhaps having tried other careers come into the sector and start an apprenticeship. Um, so I think the variety of apprenticeships and the different levels really help in terms of, of getting that engagement and increasing the, the numbers of, of apprenticeships. I think that the other key thing is is celebrating the success. So whilst you know the the research that we're going to be doing is looking at achievement and trying to drive up the the achievement rates, we have some brilliant apprentices with within the sector. And I wouldn't want to leave people feeling that it was all doom and gloom. At the Ingenuity Annual Skills Awards, it's a celebration of what's good in the sector. So we have awards that celebrate apprentices at all levels. We have this year our, our first T-level Student of the Year Award because we also have introduced T-levels within the sector. So Skills Awards provide a real opportunity for the sector to celebrate, for employers, particularly small and medium employers, um, to actually nominate their apprentices and get some really good publicity for some of the really good practice that's happening across the sector. So you mentioned T-levels a couple of times. I know what they are, but our listeners may not know what T-levels are. T-levels were introduced a few years ago. Um, two years ago in the engineering and manufacturing sector. Um, and they're a national qualification that government introduced alongside A-levels and apprenticeships. And if you like, they're sort of the opposite of an apprenticeship. So in an apprenticeship, you are generally, um, you know, it, it's a job, you are in the workplace 80%, 78% of the time, and you're at a training provider, a college or a university, 20% of the time. T-levels are the opposite in terms of their, a, a training program where you would be in your college for sort of 70, 80% of the time. Um, but then they have a really substantial work-based element. So as part of doing a T-level and getting a T-level qualification, young people would spend 20% of their time on a work placement, on a structured work placement within a, an engineering and manufacturing employer. So 
relatively new qualifications and as I say new to the engineering and manufacturing sector and in fact we will see in in sort of summer this year we'll see the first graduates from the engineering and manufacturing T levels so that's really exciting and and another opportunity for employers to look at bringing young people into their their companies and into the sector as we look ahead to national apprenticeship week what message or call to action would you like to convey to both business, government agencies, and all the other stakeholders involved to enhance that the overall success and impact of these really good quality apprenticeship programs? I, I think collaboration is, is key. Um, I think collaboration between organisations like Ingenuity, support organisations, policymakers and small and medium companies. I think to understand the challenges, the particular challenges that that, that being a, a small or medium company brings, I think to understand how best to, to communicate um, I think quite often there is lots of help and support and information available, but it's not always easy for a, a you know a, a business to find, particularly when their focus is is actually running the business. Um, so I think communication is key. I think collaboration and listening to to, to small and medium companies. I think understanding, listening to their challenges, and then working together to actually. Um, implement change based on that evidence. So where can our podcast radio business listeners go to for more information? So the Ingenuity website um, has lots of of information. Uh, Ingenuity is E-N-G-I-N-U-I-T-Y and it's ingenuity.org. And also we have apprenticeships at ingenuity.org, um, which will be the email address if people want to, if, if businesses want to take part in, in our research with the engineer. So Sarah Danda, Head of Policy and Partnerships at Ingenuity, thank you for joining us on Podcast Radio Business. Thank you very much. You're most welcome.